Hi, everybody, and welcome again to the Real Estate Investing Foundation with Jason and Huey. This is Multifamily Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. All right, so today I'm looking over an article from US News, and it's talking about seven tips to invest in multifamily properties. And we just want to talk about some of these tips and, and just give our take on them. So one of them, first one was just consider living in one of the units for favorable terms. Yeah, great strategy. For you, if you can find a duplex or a quad, go in there and be able to get owner financing or owner occupied financing with low or little money down, that can be a huge win for you to be able to get into a property. But another thing is actually you can get into this property and also hopefully if you're buying it right, have your tenants cover, if not most, maybe all of your actual mortgage by the additional rent payments that they're providing with the additional units. So this is also better known as house hacking. And if you want more information from somebody that definitely knows the art and science of house hacking, definitely look up Ben Lubavitch. He wrote the book on house hacking and you can find that on Amazon. We'll leave the, we'll leave the link in the show notes for his book. Yeah, and he was on prior episodes if you want to search back uh, in prior episodes. Uh, another note there is that most likely for property management, you will be managing your own units uh, most likely if you are living in one of those units. So while that could be difficult, it will also be a good life learning lesson for you to be able to understand what the process of actually managing tenants is. However, make note that you should definitely, definitely, definitely still price in property management into your analysis. So when you do in fact move out, and move a thousand miles away or a hundred miles away or across the world, you're not still having to manage that property because you did not prior prior to this put in those numbers. Yeah. Great, okay. great advice. So next one, put the right professionals uh, in place around you. Yeah, key component. You should always be creating a team around you and have an environment of people that are professionals that can help you along the process from step A to step Z from finding a property to find the financing to buying the property to managing the property and to eventually selling the property. So yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Who would be some team members? Definitely. I mean, this starts with having the right brokers, having the right lawyers, having the right, having the right lenders, having the right property managers. It's all the people that you surround yourself with that are going to be key in your, basically your survival in multifamily. I mean, and that's, that goes to that goes for any sort of real estate you do end up getting into, and if it's multifamily, it's key, especially if it's out of state. And definitely insurance people. Somebody who always gets left off seems to be insurance people. But they are <laughs> yes. a key factor, especially for apartment buildings as well. Um, when you are finding a property, you do want to be analyzing this property. So for that point, you're going to want to make sure that you get the most detailed paperwork you can from the owner and that can be a T12, a rent roll, um, you know, personal uh, tax returns, if that's something from the point of that beginning. But regardless when you get to them, you need to be able to verify that paperwork. So if you're getting a rent roll, you can't just trust that you're getting a rent roll. You may find that noting on just the size of the property or just the low key of the property that a lot of these properties are 
mom and pop shops and maybe there weren't rolls on a napkin. But ask for every single napkin they have. But <laughs> how are you going to verify that? You're going to get the leases. You're going to do a lease audit and make sure everything's matching up because you don't want to be caught with having a bad tenant or a poor operating property just because the current seller or prior owner just happened to fudge numbers, which could definitely be uh, something that happens pretty, pretty, uh, pretty often. Well, another another thing about getting the detailed paperwork goes in with when you want to get this detailed paperwork is do during due diligence, correct? Or do you get it before that? You want to get it as early as possible. I mean, we, we get it. We at least want a T12 and a rent roll, maybe in, uh, in just a operating memorandum just to understand what the property is about, but definitely a T12 and a rent roll to be able to procure an offer for the owner that at least gives us something. However, that would be just the initial steps and the initial items we'd want before getting into our due diligence process after we did have an accepted offer. So the next uh, bit of advice that this article gives us is to value the property correctly. So a multifamily property is not like you're going into your regular single family house. You can't just pull comps off the MLS. You can't go to a red regular residential agent and ask them for their advice. You need to go to the proper people and get the proper numbers. Well, two things. Good news is nobody's going to care if, you know, your, your shades are one color or your, your kitchen has granite or marble. That's not what matters here. It comes down to your bottom line, your net operating income, which is your income minus your expenses and what you can do to improve the operation of the property and improve that net operating income and it's going to be valued by the cap rate in the area. The one thing here to take note is that they, they talk about valuing the prospect carefully. However, what they're, what they're talking about is, is pricing it on how it is. But you also have to account for what can you do to this property to gain value and what will that do to the overall performance of the property and ultimately overall worth of the property. Great advice. Keep out of good cash reserves. Definitely been hearing this a lot lately. We run a uh, meetup here in New Jersey, a multifamily meetup once a month. And one of the questions comes up about financing is, well, if I have a property and say it's a million dollars and I have 20%, you know, down payment, I just need to bring around 200,000 property. Well, sure, but no. You, you do need to make sure that you are also accounting for repairs. Uh, you may have them be able to wrap into the loan, or ideally, you may be bringing that through equity of some form. But you also need to have reserves. Not many times do you get into a property and everything runs status quo. You want to make sure that you have, depending on the property and the value add component and what you're doing to the property, possibly four to six months of reserves, just for a fact that things can go wrong and they probably will go wrong. And when they do go wrong, you want to have that money available to you. I mean, again, I'm sorry to bring it back to flipping, but, or single family homes, when you get into a single family property, you make sure you have that padding. It's the same thing with multifamily, just on a larger scale. Yeah, and if you are syndicating the deal, you want to have the reserves because the last thing you want to do is be going back to those investors saying, well, <laughs> This happened, but we don't have enough money, so now we need more money from you. And that leads us into know what you're getting into. And the preface is if you're doing this for money, this can be a lot of headaches, so make sure you know what you're getting into 
and it talks a lot about neighborhoods, A, B, C, and D, with A being just brand new new construction, uh, New York City, Miami, Chicago, uh, some of the best areas with probably the lowest returns, but also the most um, possibly uh, appreciating areas and the most stable assets, at least at times. However, uh, B, C, and D can be all conflicting levels with D being more of quote unquote the war zone area. So make, make sure you know what kind of property you're getting into and in fact the, the risk and returns you can have with those properties and ideally how that will come together. So you. how do you figure out what kind of quality property to have? Well, it can go down where in A-class property is generally new construction built in the last couple of years. Uh, B-class will generally be uh, so early 2000s to maybe 2010. Uh, C-class will generally be 1970-1975 to 2000, and then D will generally be uh, basically built before that 1970-1975 era, just based on when the, the unit or, or units were built just based on the age of construction. Now, that is the type and of class for construction, but there's also the area. In uh, D class area is something that we talked about that's more of a quote unquote war zone or it could be more dangerous or just more poor area. C class can be a more of a uh, working class still with low crime. B class can be more of a uh, emerging, uh, we'll say working class moving into a more white collar area where the A class is more of an upscale area. That, that generally can break down. You can mix that where you can have a C-class building in an A-class area, or you could see a B-class property somehow built in a D-class area uh, where they are hoping for emerging trends. It would be like building in the East Village of New York City back into the 1970s when it was very dangerous. And now you look at it today and it's uh, basically priced itself out. And you almost wish you got into it. You definitely wish. I'm going to take this one step further though. No, I'm, by, by knowing what you're getting into, like talk to people, especially if you find the a property that you want to get into, make sure you talk mm -hmm. to mentors, make sure you talk to people who have done it before to make sure that you are on the right path. There is a path to doing these things. Don't try and blaze your own trail. Follow the steps that other people have done. Follow their guidance. And the last step here was consider professional management. Well, we use third-party professional management for our properties. That's our business model. We vet them very hard and make sure they're the right team player for us. And that's just our model. However, you may want to manage your properties and that, that is completely and solely up to you. And that comes down to a mix of how large your properties are, how close in vicinity your properties are to you. Also, what is your future goal? Are you looking to build a property management company? Do you want to uh, keep that in-house for a number of different reasons? We chose that that was not the right direction for us. Also noting that our properties are larger and out of state it put us in a position where we want to make sure that we were not being reliable on us to be a roadblock in our success and our growth and by having to build out almost a whole nother company. Uh, this can be a viable option for you to manage properties yourself. We choose not to. I would think of what your ultimate goals are and then 
basically build that back from there. And what Jason said before, no matter what your decision is, make sure you build that expense into, into your uh, budget when you first uh, take on this property because you, you don't want to be 10, day, 10 years down the line. Even like by next year, once you have this property and you figure you don't want to manage it anymore, you want to make sure you have that padding to go back. And, you know, if you do end up managing it yourself, you want to make sure you pay yourself. So mm -hmm. have that in there. Great Pay point. yourself. Great point. So that's seven quick tips there. Really good stuff. Really think that was helpful and we wanted to pass it along to you. Again, go out there, take some action, do some damage. We've got a couple of properties we're looking at right now we're really excited about. Continue to move down the pipeline to the next piece of financial freedom. Awesomeness. Well, awesomeness. thank you so much for joining us. This is the Real Estate Investing Foundation with Jason and Peely, Multifamily Mondays. We are so grateful to have you. Thank you so much. Bye now.